It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rock and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Are you ready for war? Then bring it on. My craftmatic like a stripper. When it's out, you throw your cash at it. Hope I don't rat tat it from the hash and grass at it. I spit in mad rapid like I took a Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the WWE Rundown. I'm your host, Troy. Uh, joining me, uh, Ginger's here. Hey, what's up, gentlemen? How are we doing? Exhausted, I have a fucking cranking headache, but, you know, I'm here. Oh, well, we'll try to make this one uh, uh, just like my dick, short and sweet. Uh, joining us as well, Sal is here. How you doing, Sal? Gotta get some booger sugar on there. Sorry. Hey, what's up, booger sugar? How we doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, yeah, the fifth of July, where where my company decided to have a holiday, and it's just fucked me all up. Because I I can't. I don't even know what day like NXT is on anymore. I'm like, wait, what? Who? Well, I thought it was Monday. I don't know. <laughs> well, I will tell you that it is on right now as we're recording this, and we will keep this episode spoiler free. That's right. <sighs> yeah. So it is, uh, yeah, another one of those weeks where it is just in between pay-per-views. Um, we don't have a whole lot going on, so we're going to go a little more freeform this time. Wait, wait, yeah. we shouldn't really complain about that, considering that every three fucking weeks there's another special event or pay-per-view. So. <laughs> well, I mean... Uh, I'm kind of all right with the in-between weeks, to be honest with you. Hey, at least at least you're getting it. You, over in the AEW Rundown, get to have four straight fucking special episodes. So No, it's just Dynamite episodes. Yeah, but they're they're <laughs> they're calling them jam-packed special episodes. I don't, care how, I don't care what color scheme they use for what nights. They're not special. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, like, like you said, tonight is the Great American Bash. Um... Ginger will for sure be around Thursday. I don't know who's uh, doing the show with you. Probably me, which means I got to push back my other podcast another week, which is how I went a whole year without doing putting I was posting an episode last time because I just couldn't get any time to myself. But that's okay because at least it'll be a fun show. Yes. To be fair, I filled in for as long as I could. Now it's back on Wednesdays. Yeah, I hear you. I, I appreciate that, and I was able to get a couple episodes out. Yeah. And now no more. But hey, um, it's, uh, yeah, it is Tuesday, and we did just have the 4th of July um, here in America. Uh, You 
the fans, if you are listening to this uh, on the podcast stream, you could have been joining us as we recorded live, just as KT and David K are joining us right now over on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Rundown Wrestling is where you can find that. Um, we also post it to our Twitter every time we go live. Um, but yeah, so welcome to our, our to KT and David over on the side here. And to anyone else that is going to join us later. So, right before um, I, I was able to put my child to bed, she came. This is my eight-year-old, by the way. I, I, for people who don't know, I have an eight-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, mm-hmm. My eight-year-old comes over to me and she goes, "Can I play GTA Five?" And I looked at her and I was like, "No." Uh, this upset her. So then I had to track her down because she was upset. And I said, okay, look, number one, I don't have as much of a problem um, with violence in video games and stuff like that. I'm like, because I understand you know um, the, the that it is a, a video game. You know that we don't hit people or hurt people in real life, stuff like that. And I was like, um, that game has a lot of uh, other things that I don't want you to encounter. I was like, number two problem is, I don't own that fucking game. (laughs) (laughs) That's the real problem. (laughs) So that was was my conversation with with my daughter today. I was just like, where is this guy? Apparently it must have been some fucking YouTuber that must have mentioned GTA V. And so, of course, it was like, oh, well, these guys are talking about it. It must be a fun game. Doesn't even know what the fuck up what game it was. She just wanted to play the game and apparently assumed oh, that I had it. Oh no, I know it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't own it. <clears throat> That's the problem. Is and my my youngest is nine, so I know, dude. Mm-hmm. I know what they're going through. And they go on YouTube and they they watch all these videos that are fun and they like video games and they see fun video games, best video games, yep. all this stuff. And then you know what I mean? There's they don't get like. And video games are way different than when we were kids. Like, when we were kids, you looked at a video game screen, you were like, ah, that's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. But but nowadays, you you kind of can't tell if you walk by real quick. So a game like fucking GTA V or, you know, sometimes if you even consider, like, Resident Evil or Silent Hill or fucking Call of Duty, like, it's just not... Yeah. Something like I'm glad my kids still play fucking Mario Kart. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, and, and obviously I like to try to keep her with uh, um, like Minecraft or, or Roblox things like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Although although Roblox has its own little thing too, because people are can make their own games, and oftentimes they will try to hide shit, um, such as the one time that she went into a game that she had never heard of before, and the music was just moaning. So, yeah, that's something that happens sometimes in Roblox, Roblox because, I mean, eventually it'll get shut down, but right. in the meantime, but like, those things are up. a chance that you can yeah. just wander into something, yep. Yeah. That's true. Uh, oh. But speaking of GTA V, David K says, those prostitutes know how to get down. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it was a uh, yeah. Um, it actually was my daughter's fourth birthday. She was born the day before, Fourth of July. Oh. And uh, so we did have a party. Um, she is obviously getting older, and uh, um, she is now able to uh, leave her room if she needs to to go to the bathroom at night. So 
normally she's really good about staying in there until um because her sister will usually get up first uh once she hears like me getting up for work and then she'll go and let her sister out this morning though as i'm as i'm asleep in bed um i'm i'm having just a normal dream or like that and in my dream uh a cat walks up to me and licks my back <laughs> and then I come out of my dream still feeling something on my back to realize that my four year old is behind me tickling my back trying to wake me up <laughs> and I roll over and I'm like what are you doing and she's like <laughs> and she goes I'm bored I was like it's six o'clock in the morning go the fuck back to bed <laughs> Like, I don't know how to get up for work for another hour. Go back to bed. You have a ton of toys in there. Oh. Now, there are worse ways to get woken up than getting tickled in the spine. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is fucking freaky when you're in the middle of a dream. And like, <laughs> it comes through. I got three kids. Right? Yep. And more often than not, I wake up to them screaming at each other. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and, and they'll bring the fight from their rooms into the kitchen and into the, and I'm just like it's just this is my life now yep. <laughs> See, oh man I my kids just wake me up regardless mm. they're like no you can't fucking sleep I'm like <laughs> fucking like literally these kids are so fucking spoiled it's ridiculous like they have two ginormous toy boxes full of shit but yet, when they wake up, I gotta wake up. Uh-huh. I'm like, why? What the fuck? <laughs> you have so much shit you can play with. Please, for the love of God, if you children want to live any longer, let me sleep. Dude, my nine-year-old got a Switch. She begged us for a Switch for her birthday last month, right? And we got her a Switch. And now, you know, she'll play it, but every still, more often than not, she's like, I'm bored. There's nothing to do. I'm like, I got you a switch. <laughs> Go fuck the switch. Yep. <laughs> you have like ten games. Go. <laughs> yep. Uh, the the back to your dream situation. One I had one similar, but not with a four year old child tickling my back. Uh huh. So this is back when I was living in my apartment and you know those dreams that like it's kind of it's that situation where it's in real life but you don't realize it until like oh shit like so one night i'm dreaming and i'm cooking at the fucking oven right and all of a sudden in my apartment my fucking fire alarm starts going off i bolt to my oven and my wife's like what the fuck are you doing i was like in my dream i was at the fucking oven and i felt like the oven was on fire it was the most fucked up thing ever like she's like what are you doing why did you run to the oven i'm like i was at the oven in my dream so i pulled it to the oven it was so I mean, it makes weird. sense to me. I don't know if it made sense to her at 2 o'clock in the morning. No, but... it didn't. Like, she still doesn't understand it to this day. She's like, <laughs> I don't understand why you ran to the oven. I said, you've never had a fucking dream like that? Like, where your dream somehow, like, 
transcends into reality. It's fucking. It's well, weird. Well, it's it's the reality that's affecting your dream because you're half awake. You so know what I mean? fucking weird, man. Like, but, um, I bolted to that shit. No, the worst example of that, and I'll, I will keep this short, is um when you have when you're in a dream and you hear like an alarm, yep. like and it's like coming through like the world, and then in real life it's your actual like alarm, like mm-hmm. arr, arr, like that's the worst. I hate that. That's why I stopped waking up to alarm sounds. I I just set my phone to music now. So <laughs> yeah, this uh this kind of reminds me of uh, um have you guys seen John Dies at the End? No. Uh, yes. Very good movie. Very good movie. There's a lot of different uh, uh, conversations in that where it talks about like um, uh, it gives a lot of like uh, uh, psychological questions, and like one one of them is uh, this guy is is telling this other dude about about the dream that uh, that this guy had because he's got like psychic powers, and he's like, oh, your your girlfriend was there with a bunch of dynamites and one of those giant cartoon plunger detonators, and when she uh, hits a thing, there's an explosion, and you you wake up, and an explosion becomes a clap of thunder outside. And it's like, your dream started 30 seconds before that clap of thunder. Now, how did your brain know that the, that the thunder was going to hit? Yeah. And it's like, those kind of things. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's, it's fucked up. But uh, yeah, that's, that's what it kind of makes me think about it. It's just like, you know, when, when that kind of shit happens. <sighs> All right. Well, crazy thing. yeah, man, it, it really is. Um, so I think it's time to discuss the newest addition to 205 Live, Jimmy Uso. <laughs> so uh, we got news <laughs> that uh, Jimmy Uso was arrested for his second DUI. And cops say he was driving in Florida with a BAC of 0.205. Uh, uh, James Uso, real name Jonathan Fatu, was pulled over at around 10.35 p.m. on Monday in Pensacola after cops say he ran a red light after being clocked going 50 miles per hour in a 35 mile per hour zone. Uh, they smelled booze on him and they asked him to exit his Dodge Charger. First of all, exceptional choice in car. Uh, <laughs> Agreed. Cops say when Uso got out of his vehicle, he was noticeably swaying and claimed that Uso had told them that he had consumed multiple beers before getting behind the wheel. Officers say Uso went on to bomb field sobriety tests, so they arrested him. Uh, then they did a BAC, which came back at 202 and 205, well above Florida's legal limit of 0.08. Oh, just in God. case you're wondering. Um, yep, that's almost three times illegal. <laughs> yep, he was booked on a misdemeanor DUI charge, and uh, he was behind bars, but he has been set free on a $500 bond, which I'm sure he had in his couch cushions at home. <laughs> so this... Uh, because in Florida, it is a misdemeanor for a DUI. Yes. In Massachusetts, it is a fucking felony. Yeah. So, uh, it should be everywhere. Right. In Wisconsin, uh, it's an average Tuesday night. <laughs> uh, so, he was um, he was booked for a DUI back in 2019, also in Pensacola, Florida, but they found him not guilty. Uh, despite the fact that there was clear video of him <laughs> swerving and stumbling around because he's famous. Um, so <laughs> then, of course, that 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 same around that same time, he also got into the drunken dispute with cops in Detroit. But uh, I don't think he was driving then, right? 
wasn't wasn't Naomi driving and he was in the passenger seat and he got into it with them? Anyways, uh, this the, if he is found guilty, this would only be his second DUI, but he has been arrested like five fucking times for drinking and driving. So clearly someone who could uh, use a little help. Um, you know, just saying. <laughs> How old is he? Um, Mid-30s or is he like early 40s? No, he's... He's probably low to mid thirties, I would guess. He is thirty two. Yes. Thirty five. Where are you getting thirty two from? Uh <laughs> okay. regardless. Thirty five. Oh. Alright, so thirty five. <laughs> so I think um I think a lot of people instantly and I'm not not saying this. I'm just saying like I think a lot of people will say he has a problem, right? But why can't it be that he's just an idiot or an asshole? Like, why does he have to have uh, an alcoholic problem? Do you know what I mean? Like, I think when you have money and when you're back to fucking working on TV every week, you get a little fucking arrogant. You go out mm-hmm. and you party with your friends and you fuck up. Like, that's what you did. You fucked up. That's my opinion. <laughs> Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he he says I'm an alcoholic or I have a drinking problem. Whatever he has to say to keep his job, I'm sure he's going to say. But there are a lot of people who are not alcoholics and they just do dumb shit when they get drunk with their friends. Well, yeah, I I understand that. But he was he was alone, first of all, when he was driving. Doesn't mean he wasn't at a party or anything like that for it. But he's he's got that history. You know, and and that history is what tends to make you say he is most likely an alcoholic. Because so in 2011, he was arrested and charged with a DUI, um, convicted and sentenced to probation. And then two years later, he was arrested for uh, driving on suspended license, which was a violation of his probation. Uh, and then, of course, he had the incident where Trinity was driving and he got into it with them, but it was fine. Um, and then, yeah, then he's got the other two where he was arrested and released and was fine, and now he's arrested again. So he's got that history going on with it. Um, his brother, okay, too. that's a lot more than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, his brother, too. Um, Jay also got arrested, you know, three years ago um, with a DWI. Um, so it's, it's kind of clear that there are some substance abuse issues here. Um, now, <clears throat> I saw a lot of people going... Well, you know, why why won't they um, take away his license? He's already breaking the law by drinking and driving. You really think take, adding another <laughs> law in his way is going to stop him from doing that? No, this is somebody that needs to go to AA, needs to go to rehab, and needs to get help. And he, then he needs to have somebody in his life that'll that'll keep him in check, because it doesn't appear that Naomi is that person considering that she was driving the two of them around and all three of them were drunk a couple, you know, just two years ago. She's probably an active participant. Yeah. We already know she's an active participant because she got fucking pulled over while they were, you know, going, going down, going the wrong way down a one way street. So, yeah, I would say that, um, both of them, actually all three of them potentially, um, definitely need some help. And, you know, you've seen it in the past. WB has been very willing to go, um, you can either get released or you can go to rehab. And most people have, there have been some people that have, have decided not to and gotten released. 
you know, Jeff Hardy being one of them. And Jeff Hardy is lucky to be alive, but has now got his shit together, you know, but True. it took him until, True. you know, but you know, I'm, I'm somebody who I'm myself, not an alcoholic, but my family has a huge history of it. Yep. So, um, which is why I'm not, <laughs> you know, right. um, I am, you know, people, people will get on my ass about it, but I have said long ago that like, if I'm going to be driving at any point in time in that day, I'm not going to drink at all. You know, it's just right. better, better that way because I know the history that I have in my life, but I've seen it happen. You know, I've seen people in my family, close family almost die because of it. So I, I know that sometimes, you know, people say, oh, well, they need to take, you know, accountability for their own actions, but sometimes it's just not that easy, you know, uh, and sometimes they need somebody to push them or they need a, an event to push them into it. And I think of the, hey, there's a good chance that you're not going to be in WWE anymore might be that event that pushes this guy to actually fucking sober up and, and get the help he needs. Uh, considering that, you know, I mean, he just got back from injury. And now we've got this going on when they're in the middle of kind of a really big story. Yeah, it's just, you know. Like, the, the part that pisses me off is, like, how many times? Five times total now? <clears throat> um, for him, he's... Not necessarily all five have been uh, DUIs, but all five were some type of... No, he... Uh, Four times he's been he's been pulled over while intoxicated. Oh uh, my god, dude! And his brother's I, got two. After the first good. one, wouldn't you? And his like, wife's yeah, got one. We 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 talked. I believe we talked about this the last time this happened. Call fucking Uber, man. Yeah, See, but <laughs> boy, this is where I will or, disagree with you on one thing. I think that you do need to take that man's license because. If he doesn't have a license and everybody knows he doesn't have a license, then nobody's gonna let him drive. He got arrested you know I mean? for he got arrested for driving without a without a license though on a suspended license in the past. I don't know that that's a good enough deterrent for it. And I mean, if, you can't register a car if you don't have a fucking license. So. Well, yeah, he can't get a, a rental car, but it doesn't mean he can't take his wife's rental car. <sighs> It's got to be well, right like, there. Maybe his wife needs to participate in this little intervention. She does. She does. She honestly does. And yeah. otherwise, otherwise, she might lose him. And then their two right. kids grow up without a dad. You know, um, I don't think it's her two kids, right? It's his two kids from a previous marriage, I think. Either way, um, but when when you have a point two oh five blood alcohol level, you're not making rational decisions. So he's no. not. He's not sitting there. He he is drunk to the point where he's going no i'm fine i can drive i'm fine you know and that's that's where the issue comes with is that you don't know your own limits at that point and this is this is why i go with zero tolerance on it because it's like well then i never have to question myself of like if i'm fine or not because i don't know that i can i can make that decision if i've had a drink or two you know right. so that's that's why you just go yeah i mean and yeah you sit there and you go oh he's rich he can fucking but yeah of course he can but he's not, and that's the problem, <laughs> you know? So something needs to change there, because otherwise, yeah, it's, this is just going to happen again, you know? I mean, this is this is now 10 years between his first and his most recent now that he's he's gotten pulled over for drinking and driving. In 10 years' time, like, is it possible that he has gotten help in between and, and this was just a relapse? Sure. But, yeah, there needs to be 
there needs to be somebody helping him because he can't do it alone. You know? Now, Troy, I'm glad you said that because, the, like you mentioned, the WWE will do everything they can to help someone. They yeah. they have, and, they, and that's been proven. Mm-hmm. But yet, but yet, I guarantee you, the IWC today is fucking chirping on fucking Twitter and shit and, and being like, oh, they should fire them. They should yeah. fire them, all this other shit. They're not going to. I'll promise you that. Well, it's, it's only uh, going to make it worse if they did. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That that was a thing too. When when Jeff was gone, it was like when he was in Impact, like he didn't have a lot of that support system, and so he was able to go into the fucking ring high off his ass or drunk off his ass and things like that. But yeah, you've got a lot of them who are just like, oh well, you know, the last time they got arrested, like the last time that they got arrested, they were off TV for six months, and mm-hmm. you can sit there and say, oh well, they probably they. It's a lot of like, oh, they probably were still getting. Well, you, first of all, you don't know that they were still getting paid. Second of all, even if they were still getting paid, it would only be their downside guarantee, and they're missing out on a shit ton of money that you make for every show you show up for and and work, you know. Um, and also just the fact that like you're being kept from doing the thing that you love for six months, you know. There's that aspect of it as well. So they're they're not going. They're they are not like. A professional league that has to say, "Hey, we find this guy, you know, this amount of money or like that." Did they find right? Did they find him? Probably. Can you definitively say that they did or did not? No. Can you definitively say that they were were paid or were not paid for six months? No. But WWE did do something. They took them off TV, and yes, when they came back, you know, they were they were pushed again. But like. Wouldn't six that, months is quite some time to learn a lesson. Six months is, is a time to... And once you have learned your lesson and you once you've done to it, shouldn't you then turn around and be like, now you're going to be rewarded because you did put in that time? Like, we're going to push you again because you put in that time. We see you're making that effort. Like, your your career here is not over because of the worst mistake you made in your life, you know? Now is your time that will push you. But you, we've seen it in the past before. Eventually, if you continue to fuck up and they keep giving you chances, those chances run out. And they have. Four wrestlers in the past that have been released because of substance abuse issues. Yes? What happens to them now? Do you think, you guys, in your opinion, what do you think they do? Do you think they take them off TV? I think between uh, of the two of them, he's the more expendable one. Because Jay has the more the long-standing story more, um, I think that you could easily turn around and even if you do something where it's like show up on Friday, we're going to beat your ass and we're going to write you off TV, but then you're going to go on your suspension. You know, they kind of already did that last Friday. Well, yeah. I mean, if they wanted to, they could. They don't even have them on TV this Friday. They can just be like, he embarrassed me and and you know and kayfabe. And he got beat up by Edge, and you know I don't want to see him again. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> they they easily could just write him off TV, or do they choose to continue their plans? And when this is their plans are done, then they address things how they address them. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I I believe they had done this before with them on one of the other times where they I think they were tag team champs at one point they let him run for a little bit with the story just to get it done and once yep, it was done, i remember that i remember yeah. that yep, yep. so I, I could see that being what they do or i mean or like we 
there's two paths. Either you finish the story or you just write them off because of what Edge just did to him on TV. Yeah. I mean, it's, in my opinion, he needs to be off of TV. He needs to be punished for it, absolutely. You know, it is frustrating because ever since SummerSlam, you know, the the Roman Reigns uh, head of the table has been the best storyline in the WWE. Mm-hmm. And they did great things with Jay for like four months. And now we were going to get the second part of the story with Jimmy. And, and, you know, we don't know at this point. Is it, Are we going to get deprived of it? Are they just going to have to like rush through it and just bring Jay back early? Because he, he was supposedly, you know, in kayfabe done. And, and Roman was mad about that. So, like, I thought we were going to get Roman and Jimmy coming up soon. Yeah. Well, Only time will tell on this. Yeah. Right. Uh, KT says, agree that he needs to go to AA for a stint. Just don't let WWE choose the AA program unless you want another Alicia Fox. Um, <laughs> while that is funny, that is on her. <laughs> um, and here's the other issue and why I continue to call for the immediate removal of Michael Piece of Shit Hayes is the fact that we know for a fact that Michael Piece of Shit Hayes continued to fucking have Rosa Mendes drink, even though she was trying to recover. She be she was trying to be a recovering alcoholic because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> so do you have that? You have that problem too. Is you're gonna have guys like him in the back who will sit there and, and not give a shit that these dudes are in recovery. You know. Well, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, there's still a lot of old timers yeah. that work for that company, and even I'm you know I'm sorry, but I'm sure. Um, the the Usos' extended family has uncles that think the same way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Party, party all night, drink, fucking. Oh, it's just a, just oh, just drinking. Like you know what I mean? I can picture them like defending the behavior because it's mm. like eh, we all did it back in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. If, if we think this is bad, man, imagine this shit was exposed back in the fucking 80s. And right, shit, that's 70s what I mean. Um, but people died then. Like, a lot of people died. Like, I remember... <laughs> dude, you, okay. This was, this was, like, the worst thing ever. They brought back ECW. 2005, it was, a one, it was called One Night Only, the pay-per-view, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Before the show, they were like... Or not not before the show. I'm sorry. They had like match one and match two, and then they went into our fallen brothers, and they listed off all the people who had passed since ECW closed, and there was like 35 people. Yep. And I'm like, oh my god, this is kind of fucking awful. Yeah. <sighs> well, hey, yeah, I'd rather them be more like don't drink. Yeah. In 2021, like. Yeah. Well, in uh, in much nicer news, uh, Dana Brooke got engaged. Oh, to Batista's deck? No, 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 no. She is... Uh, Venus Cantor? No, not him either. Uh, she is with pro boxer Ulysses Diaz. Oh, okay. Um, is it Diaz or Diaz? I've, I've always pronounced Diaz, but it could be Diaz. D-I-A-Z. I don't know. I, I... Oh, yeah, that's Diaz. Okay. That's, that's definitely uh ulysses the monster diaz sorry uh so yeah they uh uh announced it today and uh yeah good good on her um i'm gonna refrain from uh commenting anything more on this because i have nothing else nice to say 
Since when do you worry about being nice? Because <laughs> it's a touchy subject of, of the last person she was with before Batista. <laughs> That's all. I don't want us to get us kicked off Twitch. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, to uh, if you would like, because I don't want to keep looking at my Bucks game as they're getting slaughtered. Um, we could play uh, some Sporkle. Oh, yes. I, I think that's a great idea. All right. I'm um, familiar with the site. I, I enjoyed it for a while. I was on a Sporkle tip, but, yeah. you know. So Sporkle, uh, as, as Ginger is currently uh, scratching his nutsack trying to figure out what it is, uh, is a website where people can, can make quizzes. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, and it's it's a, a case of you can find pretty much anything on there um, that somebody has made some kind of quiz for, uh, and then it is kind of just fun to see how many answers you can get right before the time runs out. Like if you think you really know a subject, like there's Seinfeld quizzes. Oh my god! Or like, if you know. or if you're uh, like Sal, you would know the subject of can you name the participants in each WWE WrestleMania main event? <laughs> yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> uh, so this this would only go to WrestleMania 37. Wait, we're really what, doing what, this? What are we <laughs> up on right now? Uh, okay. We we just had 38, so it, it does not include okay. this most recent years. Uh, okay, right. so Ginger, you have to. <sighs> we both have to. Name every person who has ever main evented WrestleMania, and okay. you and you only have to name them once because it will fill right. in every yeah, every so main event they've yes. had. Okay. Exactly. Um, um, so should we just go back and forth? Like I'll say one, and then Ginger will say one. Yeah, let's do that. Um, okay. Let's go back there, and. <laughs> there is a time limit on these, but but. Um, I, I, I or like if you're the only one seeing it, then it doesn't matter. Well, I switched it to stopwatch, so I actually there okay. is actually no time limit on it right now. It's just going to tell you. Go. So there are eighty-eight. Um, that that's just the total amount of ones that doesn't actually like that's not actually every single person that's ever been in it. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna start with Sal. Uh, and go. Hulk Hogan. All right, that's about thirty-seven of them. <laughs> oh, sorry, eight of them. That's that's eight of them. <laughs> Ginger. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Okay. Two. Um, Mr. T. Fucker. That's two of them. Ginger. Uh, Paul. No, not him. Um, Mick Foley. All right. There you go. Uh, Sal? Uh, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. There you go. Oh, okay. That was going to be the one that I was going to say, but I wasn't sure. Teams with Piper, man. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the forgotten person in that, but still. <laughs> Oh yeah, Macho Man. Randy Savage got two. CL. Uh, I'm gonna do some of the heavy lifting for this team. Uh, King Kong Bundy. 
All right, that's one. Ginger? The Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> one. <laughs> one. I love the fact that the majority of the stuff is, is before 2000. She've already got the answers to. <laughs> yeah, because we're trying to do it in sections. Sure. Yeah, the, the more recent stuff is easy. Yeah. Um, oh, is it my turn? Yep. Um, Andre the Giant. All right, there you go. That's WrestleMania 3. Shawn Michaels. All right, that's about yep five different ones. <laughs> CL. Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna. I should say him now before I forget. Ted DiBiase. Okay, there you go. All right, you've got the first six WrestleManias covered. Yep. See, that's why I said better say it now. Yeah. No, I'll forget. Ginger. Did did Sal already say Ric Flair? Nope, but you just did. Reflect. Uh, 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 did he not do it? There it is. Oh, no, he did not. <laughs> he didn't. No. And him and Macho's match wasn't main event? No, no. Dude, it was Sid and Hogan, and that's why everybody got mad. <laughs> okay, well, because I only typed. That makes me mad again. Well, because I. whole fucking. Okay, right. so. So Ginger's got one strike against him. By the way, because I typed in Flair, it did put Charlotte Flair on there. So that's what wow. he meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. See? Uh, so go ahead, Sal. I want to bitch more about that fucking, but I won't. Okay. Bitch more. <laughs> I, I want to fucking bitch more about that. Savage and Flair was awesome, but, I, but mm-hmm. nevertheless, all right. All right. Uh, uh, Sid Justice. Sid Justice and Psycho Sid. Ooh, you got a twofer. Ginger. Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right, that's three. CL. Fuck. All right, that's 27. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, It also, this one comes on as The Rock Interfered. So I guess, sure. Uh, Ginger, go ahead. Uh, Triple H. Jesus. Triple H. That's about 47 of them. All right, I was going to say, that's about <laughs> fucking 20 of them, for Christ's sake. He was very good at what he did. Oh, man. Oh, God. We're, we, we've completely missed the big one. Right, continue. Yokozuna. Yeah, that's two. My rebuttal. Brad mm-hmm. the Hitman Heart. There you go. All right, that's three. <laughs> three. Right. You are still missing WrestleMania seven. Slaughter. Oh yes. And now we're not missing WrestleMania seven anymore. <laughs> How come I can't fucking spell this dude's name? <laughs> Wait, is this, was he not one of them? S-L-A-D. There it is. I forgot the T. All right, I got it. Okay, now you've got number seven. Now the the next one that you're missing is eleven, but you didn't have either one of those. Ginger. Oh, um, Diesel. 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 <laughs> I think I think Sal's about to whack out about three well, of them. Hold on. Oh, because I'm mad at you because Diesel's not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not, yes. Diesel's not on the list. So that's two strikes for Ginger. Oh, that wasn't the fucking main event. That was LT versus Bam Bam. Oh, my God. Can we just go with what Ginger just said? Yeah. <laughs> like, LT. I just Bam. blew it. There you go. I'll go with LT. Okay. Bam Bam. Bam Bam. Bigelow. There you go. Oh, God, that was fucking terrible. All right. Well, you, got it, you got it after the fact, so it's fine. Ginger? Well, I'm... I'll knock about 30 of them. The Undertaker. There you go. Five of them. Wow. I want to thought more. Sal. All right. So we are, if you look at your screen, we're through 12 or 13. Uh, you have, you're still missing one person, uh, WrestleMania 2000, uh, which should be easy. And you're missing X8. Oh, so we were all the way through 15. Oh, wow. Yes, you have all the way through 15 right now. Ginger, we're almost halfway done, buddy. Let's you've actually got, Let's get it. You've actually got 54 of the 88 of them. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll mention this man. Big Show. Well, there is your WrestleMania 2000 one. Yep. <laughs> and that's it for him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, Ginger. Uh, so, 16. Um, oh, shit. Um... We already said The Rock, right? Yeah, because I'll yep. trust me. Yes, yes. Um, uh, I'll just throw it out there, Roman Reigns. There you go. Let's get that out of the way. Yep. Yeah, if you, if, you get five. Up, <laughs> if you get caught up, just say somebody recent. Yep. Uh, right. Let's see here. Batista. Yep, that is two. Ginger? Uh, Randy Orton. All right, that's two. You want to just go ahead and finish off Triple X, or you got somebody else? And his name is John Cena! You have somebody else. All right. That's five of them. All right. Ginger? Uh, sorry, I just got some fucking, really fucking shitty news. Um... Uh, we already said trips, right? Yeah, yep. Trips. Uh, Randy Orton. You already said that. Said? Yep, we said that. Uh, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Yum. <laughs> 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 All right. Only one so far. That's kind of weird. All right. Uh, Sal. Uh, let's see. Oh. Rock Lesnar. That is four. All right, Ginger. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that I don't think he ever main evented. Don't say. Oh wait, no, no, I know he did. Kurt Angle. I'm gonna do. Okay, there you go. Yep, that's uh, WrestleMania XIX <laughs> or, yeah, or 19. Say, only yeah, only once. Yeah, WrestleMania 19 is the only time he main evented. When Brock Lesnar tried to kill himself. Yes. <laughs> came so close to not that i'm wishing that i'm just saying how he did yep. it is amazing still missing the person that faced triple h at x8 and the third person in the triple h Shawn michaels sandwich at xx so, yeah. um jericho jericho against triple h at x8 all right I mean, kind of with stephanie but whatever we'll forget about it well <laughs> you know ginger um uh, it's awful that I'm like ah uh, the miss. That's correct. That is one. 
But that's your the rock interfered one. Sale. Edge. There we go. That is two. Edge only had two. I thought he had three. That's all I saw, unless I'm blind. No, well, two. He had. Well, technically, uh, this current yeah. years, but. Oh, yeah. this current years doesn't count. Never mind. Yeah, that's right. He said it, it ended at 37. Okay, never mind. All right, Ginger. We're just missing nine more. Nine more. Which doesn't mean nine more names, just nine more main event spots. Just nine more main event spots. Uh-huh. Uh shit. Um And it's all recent. You know somebody, somebody, it's, it's all fucking recent, I know. That's how memorable those fucking WrestleManias are. Well you're missing uh, the, the third oh, Drew McIntyre. <clears throat> Drew McIntyre over there is one. Alright. Sal. Daniel Bryan. There's your two. All right, Ginger. How many do we got left? We have uh, the third person in the triple threat match of WrestleMania Double X. We have the two other oh. people with Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania 35. We have WrestleMania 37 Night 1. And we have whoever's facing the Undertaker at 36 Part 1. Chris Benoit. <laughs> Benoit. There we go. That takes care of WrestleMania XX. So now we have 35, 36, 37. The three most recent ones other than this year. Sal. It's weird that it all already says redacted when you look back at it. (laughs) 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 Um, I don't know why. Becky Lynch. Rebecca Lynch. There we go. Bailey. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Did you say Bailey? He said Bailey. I totally said Bailey. <laughs> when did Bailey main event WrestleMania? Do? You said it, and I typed it in, and while I was typing it, I was like, "That's not right." <laughs> <laughs> Bailey couldn't even get on the show this year, and she was fucking champ. Yeah. Uh, or she was like the longest champ, whatever. God tell. <sighs> um, Ronda. Ronda Rousey. All right. Ginge. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. We got two more. Let's bring it home, Sal. Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. And the last person, Ginger. You fuckers are going to leave this up to me. Wow. (laughs) Who? Which which WrestleMania? Who did The Undertaker... Defeat at WrestleMania 36, night one. Night one. Oh, AJ Styles. Yeah! Hey, Jizzle Stizzle, there you go. Only took us 12 minutes, but we did it. Good job. Good job, gents. All right. Very nice. See, uh, that was good. You guys got it. That's how much we don't want to talk about Ron SmackDown, by the way. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, wanna, if I want to do one more round, we could do King of the Ring winners. I mean, it should be pretty quick. Hold on, let me let me bring up Sparkle again. <laughs> uh, are you okay there, buddy? No, I'm fucking pissed off right now. I'm sorry to hear that. A fucking tattoo I just I booked fucking months ago. The guy just fucking canceled on me, and it was coming up this fucking Sunday. Uh. My fucking mom's tattoo. I'm fucking pissed. I understand. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but now you're going to have to tell me who the King of the Ring winners are. 
There are 21 of them. So this is up to 2019. So that should be the last one, right? I don't think there was any after that. We're going to... There was a pandemic, yep. So we're going to start with Sal. This should go pretty easy. But, uh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I forgot to change it. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Still had it on timer. There was no way we were going to do this in three minutes. So there we go. Okay, now we go. Uh-huh. Right. Go ahead, Sal. Uh, Bret Hart. Oops. <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Ginger. <laughs> Wade Barrett. Bad news, Barrett. Uh, Sal. Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, Owen Hart. Okay. Ginger. William Regal. I just put in Hart, by the way, so I put those both in there before, so that's why you didn't hear any typing. Uh, <laughs> Sal. Mabel. That's right, that fat motherfucker. Uh, Ginger. <laughs> Stone cold. Stone cold. Ginger. Nope, Sal. And, and nobody even remembers it. Triple H. Hunter Hurst Hemsley. Hunter Hurst Hemsley. Yeah. Nobody remembers he won the night. <laughs> Go ahead, Ginger. Drawing a wicked fucking blank. Um, I don't believe wicked fucking blank is a wrestler. All right, Edge in 2001. CL. Billy Gunn. That's right. Oh, shit, he, he was. was. He, was he was king, king ass. ass for like three months. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was that was supposed to be his big singles push, and then they never did oh that my again. God. Alright, <laughs> Oh, they tried again. They oh, that's right. They, they did the one Billy Gun for a while, too. The one Billy Gun. Yep. Card Angle in 2000. See how? Ew, I just got a disgusting thought that Tony Khan's gonna give fucking Billy Gun one more fucking push with the goddamn uh, TNT title. He might. Oh. Here, Billy, here's the push you never got as a single star. Yep. Go ahead. Cool. Alright. Um Seamus. Shamu. Ginger. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar in two thousand two. That, that one was hilarious because he won and he like kicked over the throne. He was like, ah, oh, and he like bent the crown in half. I think he's one of the only ones who didn't have a king gimmick after that. No, he gave a shit less. Yeah. He just kept he just kept winning until he beat the shit out of the rock at SummerSlam. Alright. Ginger? Still a couple of easy ones in my mind, in my opinion. You never got that Brock Rock mat rematch. I'm sad. Oh, whatever. <laughs> JJ? Uh, um, this is Ginger thinking. He's thinking he can't remember who the most recent uh, guy was. Pass. <laughs> Sal. All right. Uh, Corbin. <laughs> the guy that just lost his crown, you couldn't remember. Ginger, <laughs> go ahead. I think he stepped away for a second, so I don't mind. I'll fill in. All right. Um, Later, Ginger. Let's see here. So you I said Corbin. You are missing 85, 86, 87, 88, 89, 98, and 2006. 
Wait, we're. Oh my god, they fucking put the, on the list the, the ones that weren't televised in the 80s? Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, fucking. Um, oh god, I don't fucking know. Jim Duggan. No. No. Unless I spelled uh, it wrong. How about Harley Race? How about Harley Race? Harley Race, yep. He's got one of them. An 86. Well, you may have an issue with the 80s, but you you can give me 98 and 2006, right? Yeah, I can give you 98. 98 was... Uh, let's see here. Was it Ken Shamrock? It is indeed Ken Shamrock. There's <laughs> uh, another one that nobody remembers. He was King of the Ring. No, you are missing one of the worst King gimmicks ever, though. In 2006? Yeah. Uh, let me see here. 2006. It wasn't Booker T. It wasn't Booker T? It was Booker T, dumbass. He's King Booker. Was it Booker T? Yes, King Booker. I it was 2009 for some reason. I just told I just told you all you had left was a couple of 80s in 2006. <laughs> no, I I thought King Booker became a king just cause. I no, know. he won it. He won it. That was I so. Just came back. It's like yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ginger, all we have left is 85, 87, 88, and 89. <laughs> <laughs> So, two years before I was born, uh, 85. You um, are a young wicker snapper. Born in 87. 85. Good lord. Oh, oh my god. Harley Race. Uh, we actually got That was 86, yep. Oh, I Damn just it. got that one and I had no idea who else. Oh, wait a minute. Um, wait a minute. Harley Race became the king after somebody and they made a big deal about that in, in like, Fucking Saturday Night's main event once. Was it Paul Orndorff? No. No, 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 no. This is fun. Hold on. It wasn't Dusty. Oh, my God. No. We're dancing around it, aren't we? It's... Was it fucking Don Morocco? It was Don Morocco. Was it really? (laughs) Yes, it was fucking Don Morocco. So you have... So there are three guys left, and they are three big names in the 80s. Hulk Hogan. Nope. Red Heart. Oh, God. Nope. Macho Man Randy Savage. Randy Savage. Good and, Lord. And he already said Bret Hart. He won in 91 and 93. Uh, so that oh, leaves... 91. Okay. 91 and 93 he won, in, he won in two years in a row. Well, technically two years in a row. Um, <laughs> just for the sake of this, um, of this podcast, 1988, he beat Randy Savage to win it. And he was recently featured on NXT TV. Ted DiBiase? Ted DiBiase. Was the king of the ring? In, nine, in 1988. What? Yep. Those were the 80s, but they didn't televise the tournaments in the 80s. They no. They like, mentioned them in passing, or it was like a house show thing. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. And uh, the last person, because you will never get it, defeating Rick Martel in the final, Tito Santana. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I not that, no. Well, that's why, you know, because there actually were fucking smarks back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Back in '93, I remember people being like, "Actually, it wasn't the. It's not actually the first King of the Ring tournament." Yeah. I don't know why they're promoting it like that. Mm-hmm. Like they were smart back then. Oh, of course, yeah. 
when well, yeah when they did the first Bret Hart one, yeah, that was the thing. It was like we've actually done this gimmick before. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Um, the the first two were done in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Yeah. Don Morocco beat the Iron Sheik, and Harley Race beat Pedro Morales. Get those fucking people out to Foxborough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't give you the date, does it? It does. What what day? July eighth, July eighth, nineteen eighty five was the first King of the Ring. July fourteenth, nineteen eighty six, Harley Race. September fourth, nineteen eighty seven, was Randy Savage beating King Kong Bundy. October sixteenth, nineteen eighty eight, was Ted DiBiase beating Randy Savage. Yes, you were doing me. <laughs> <laughs> Foxborough in the middle of July in that old fucking Foxborough Stadium with those metal benches. Yep. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. Well, that's probably why they moved it to Providence, Rhode Island after that. <laughs> uh, Tito Santana beat Rick Martel on October 14, 1989. Bret Hart beat Erwin R. Scheister on September 7, 1991. And then they moved to Dayton, Ohio, where Bret Hart beat Bam Bam Bigelow on June 13, 1993. Uh, then they just bounced around all over the place. Uh, Owen Hart beat Razor Ramon. Mabel beat Savio Vega, because that was a barn burner. Stone Cold Steve Austin beat Jake Roberts in Milwaukee. Uh, Hunter Somsey beat Mankind. Ken Shamrock beat The Rock. That's something you don't hear every day. <laughs> oh, that's uh, why nobody talks about that one. Because the same night, Nick Foley almost died four times. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Billy Gunn beat X-Pac, another barn burner. Kurt Angle beat Rikishi. Edge beat Kurt Angle. Brock Lesnar beat Rob Van Dam. Booker T beat Bobby Lashley. William Regal beat CM Punk. Seamus beat John Morrison. Bad News Beard beat Neville. And Baron Corbin beat Chad Gable. Yeah. Regal's the king gimmick was actually pretty funny. Well, because it's Regal. And it makes sense. His last name was Regal. <laughs> right. But yeah. the I mean, King Booker, I will say this. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. Make you hate him. Because <laughs> that was fucking annoying as hell. And it got him back to the world title. I mean, it did. <clears throat> so, um, you know, it actually wasn't a, uh, a bad week for wrestling by any stretch. Um, SmackDown was still pretty good. Raw was, uh, was better than it has been. You know, um, Riddle continues to be really fucking fun. Um, we have we haven't reached we haven't jumped the shark on that yet. Um, and and we got a little uh, rub to the Viking Raiders too, so that was nice. Ooh. Dude, <laughs> Riddle, I, mean, I get it. At some point, he probably will jump the shark, but for now, um, just him sitting on top of the ladder, going, whoa. I'm so high. <laughs> I was just like, thank you know what? If nothing else, when I watch Raw, at least I can be somewhat entertained occasionally. Mm-hmm. No, he's fucking hilarious, but yeah. And, and you know it's 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 not very often that a mid card guy gets a super spot like it like he has gotten the yeah. last few weeks. So it's a kind of a nice little change mm-hmm. instead of just the main event people, main event people, main event, right. people, main event all night. You're seeing Riddle, who 
I think possibly is one of the top people going for that briefcase, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it's it's good because when was the last time we got like a mid Carter get a boost from the Money in the Bank contract? It's, it's been, been a, a long <laughs> fucking time. Yeah, it's pretty much been all all storyline shit. Um, yep, I was gonna say know. last year was Otis. Yeah, last year doing the thing with fucking Mandy. Yeah. Um, like they tried with Damian Sandow to give him a push. They tried with uh, Baron Corbin to kind of give him a push. Those were the two mid card guys that I think of as, you know, guys that didn't. But it's it's been a while since you know we've really had that elevate somebody. You know, you th- mm-hmm. I, I think about like uh, um, Sheamus. Uh, Daniel Bryan, those guys being guys who the Money in the Bank elevated up to that level and like really made them, you know. Um, Carmella is is one, you know, even though she's on the women's side, yeah. that definitely it yeah. made her a champion and it elevated it, it her made for her a time. Champion, but ugh. yeah. But you know what? Speaking of Daniel Bryan, you, you know, it just made me think of something, right? Daniel Bryan, remember when in like 2012 when he was starting to be funny and he was doing the segments with Kane and every and he was. He was getting over, and he was getting more segments every week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that the same with Riddle, like because here's the thing: just like Daniel Bryan, when when the bell rings, he backs it up. So not only is he wicked entertaining, but he's brought it this whole fucking stretch in every match he's been in. Yeah, and I, I think that you know if you're de- if you're looking for a guy who's hot right now. Definitely should put it on Riddle. Yeah, um, yeah. They tried with Swagger, didn't work. Um, oh, CM Punk kinda. CM Punk works. The, I, I fucking well the first the, the first one yeah when he first did it. yeah the first the one second one was yeah. kind of weird the second yeah. one was definitely redundant yeah um, <sighs> RVD I think you RVD was that, crazy. Yeah. yeah, Ziggler obviously is the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ziggler, but then everybody remembers what happened afterwards, which was he gave up the title in 30 days. Yeah, so. but, you know, it, it still happens. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously the whole Otis Miz thing was all storyline stuff and sucked. Asuka won it but didn't really win it kind of thing. Right. Um, before yeah. that, it was Lesnar and Bailey, and it's like, yeah, I mean... Rollins was a great one. Yes. And, and that actually okay, that yeah. elevated him because mm. he had just broken up with the shield and the very next pay-per-view was money in the bank. Yeah. And then that led to the heist of the century. So absolutely Rollins got elevated super fucking with a rocket to his ass with that. Yeah. Um yeah. We've also had a we haven't had too many of the women hold the briefcase for very long. Um, no. Bailey cashed in that night. The only person really is Carmella, because everyone else, yeah, Bailey cashed in that night. Alexa cashed in that night. Um, Asuka just got awarded the title the next day. Yep. So, yeah, it was really just Carmella held it for 287 days. Um, so, yeah. And that's it. So. It'll be interesting. Now, uh, for the match this year, we still are missing uh, two more women to uh, to be in there. Because right now we got Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Carmella, and Zelina Vega. 
So who else do they put in that match? Oh, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Liv. Yeah, that's Liv. the story yep. that they're going with. So, um, but my my, how many from Raw do we have right now? Um, well, I just told you we were only missing two, but we got Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Biggie, Kevin Owens, Cesaro, or Seth Rollins, and King King Kakamura or Baron Corbin. No, I mean for the women. Oh, how many from SmackDown? Raw. Raw? Uh, Asuka, Alexa, Nikki Cross, and is Zelina Vega technically on Raw or SmackDown? No, Zelina Vega's on SmackDown. She's on SmackDown. So there's three from Raw. What show is Naomi on? I don't fucking know uh, anymore. <laughs> Raw. She's on Raw. Okay, so four. Because then you've got okay. then you've got Carmella and Zelina Vega from SmackDown, and then Liv Morgan would be. So you'd almost have to do another SmackDown person, right? If you want right. to do four and four. And and I think we're gonna get Liv. Yeah, I mean this is pretty much all the rest of the women they have on SmackDown. <laughs> Who else would they use? Uh, and this worries me that they're gonna do like a mystery person. <laughs> I mean, you could easily, I could easily see them putting Eva Marie in there. Um, even oh, so. wait, yeah, it's probably going to be her. Even though there would be five and three, it's still probably yeah. even three. The other women you have there, obviously Becky and... Not Becky, Be- uh, Belair and Bailey are both in a match. Um, Dude, oh. That would be... Wait, wait. Sasha or Becky would fucking rock it. Like, so, the house. If, yeah. If they yeah. were, like, surprise entrants. Yeah. Happen. And they're instantly credible, too. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Instantly, you'd be like, well, they're going to win. <laughs> I still would like to see Sonya, but I don't know if she's ready to come back yet. Well, that was my thing. If Liv goes in and you need someone else from SmackDown, and I know Sonya's kind of both, but, yeah. like, she could go in and make Liv Morgan... Like, it depends how they get to Liv Morgan getting into the match. Yeah. They could spark a feud between Liv Morgan and Sonya, and I'd be fine with it. Yeah. And you also got the chance that they turn around and do something like Shotzi Blackheart or something like that and give yeah. give her a little bit of shine in that match to debut, you know? Mm-hmm. So, or, well, I don't know. Th- I mean, Shotzi is, is made for a ladder match. So, <laughs> you know, if you're going to debut someone as crazy as her, that's the way you debut her, is put her in a fucking match that so she can inflict bodily harm on herself. Yeah, she or, just worked the dark match on our main event. Right? Yeah, yeah, and they're, they're, they wouldn't put Scarlet in there, even though she just worked one, too. Oh, uh, no. No. Or you have fucking Dewdrop, and I'm sorry to call her that, um, Go up there and get Eva the case, and then Eva gets if all that. If they heat. fucking did that again, dude. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that, but I do think that it's potential that she enters it and they have that storyline as like if she yeah. wins it, she's yeah, going to give it right. to her. Yeah. yeah. So I, that's a possibility. Yeah, I do think there is that as well. Um, who do you prefer on the men's side, Cesaro or Seth Rollins making it? Ooh, I think Cesaro. Okay. CL. My problem with it being Cesaro is I know he's not going to win. I don't know. And it's like blatantly obvious that he wouldn't win. So I'm almost more inclined to give it to Seth. Okay. Um, because then he, you know, he keeps mentioning Roman's name, and and if they do go Seth Roman at SummerSlam, I'm I'm kind of there for that. Yeah. Yeah, but I think you can just get there naturally. I don't think you need the briefcase to get there. Um, That's true. Obviously, Cesaro, like you look at it right now, you've got Riddle, McIntyre, Biggie, Kevin Owens, and Ricochet are all faces that are in there already. And you've got John John Morrison, 
is the only heel right now in there. Oh, yeah, you got to get some heels in so there. Sammy's I, in there. Sammy Zayn. Sammy Zayn's not in there. He lost to Kevin Owens. Oh. Oh, Owens beat him. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've got... Uh, no, because I remember the, the spot where he did, and this is a, something we could talk about from SmackDown, um, that last man standing match was insane. Yeah. Um, but that spot that he did where he hit Owens with the Haluva kick three times, I, mm-hmm. thought, I thought that was the finish. Yeah. I totally bit on that. Right. I, I could see... I, I, I'm, I'm assuming that Cock Nakamura is getting in because the star with Baron Corbin right now is that he keeps losing. So... I feel like um, you do that. Can you explain something to me, though? Probably not. Who's but the heel in that storyline? <laughs> because Look. like Corbin's like all like I'm poor and I have this homeless guy beard and I let my hair grow in and Rick Boots keeps making fun of me and then Rick Boots kept making fun of him and I'm like. Are we supposed to feel bad for Corbin? Because I don't. No, you're not supposed to because Corbin has done this to everybody yeah. else all I know, but along. it's weird because he's like like sad Corbin. I don't know if that's... Yeah, well, well they, they trademarked Happy Corbin, which of course is the whole gag there is that, that they think that that's what's going to happen with him. But honestly, like, do I see them turning him face? Probably not. I mean, crazy, oh crazy things have happened, but he he definitely is. Well, we'll see what happens when the live crowds return next week. Um, <laughs> um, dude, the live crowds are all down south. They will be fine. Well, yeah, but the also problem is is that while he is a, a proud Trump supporter, as is Chris Jericho, uh, he's still boring as fuck. So <laughs> that's the other issue. Well, that's, that that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Making him crazy now. Yeah. Yeah, to to me I feel like you've got to go Rollins and Cock Nakamura in that match. And I think and and I think it's just because of who you already have in there because I think it's too face heavy right now. So, I am. Yeah, and Nakamura can he's kind of the tweener. Yeah. Like, so. Mhm. But I mean, you know, they could just put fucking Corbin and Rollins both in there just to kind of even up the up the heel face divide a little bit more. So, who do you guys think wins it? Like, for real? I mean, because as much as I wouldn't mind Riddle, I think they're too busy right now with this Randy Orton storyline. Yeah, I I think it's probably going to be Biggie. Is he in the matchup? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I forget who he beat to qualify. Your mom. Oh. No, he beat Apollo, he, he Apollo Crews to, to get in. If you if you're going to ask who Big E faced, chances are it's Apollo Cruz. That's, that's true. <laughs> Good lord, <laughs> this is like Mysterio and Rollins. Yeah. Um. um yeah, I, I think Big E versus Roman is is something good, and and him carrying around yeah, the case. Yeah. Um. McIntyre would be so fucking predictable and boring. Oh God, I hope they don't. It's just gonna go right back like, to that well again. Wrong. Everybody here knows that I'm a giant, like, hard-on for Drew McIntyre, but mm-hmm. the guy's already on your main event. You need new top guys yeah. in, on your roster right now. Mm-hmm. You're dying for it on Raw. Not only that, but, like, and again, I enjoy Drew McIntyre. I enjoy the character. But why has Drew McIntyre turned into the old guy who tells long stories? Yeah, dude. That's, that's a good <laughs> question. Uh, that's how much people do. Yeah, but you know what? For a wrestling TV show where everything's got to keep moving, that's just, oh, man. 
That's like two weeks in a row now. I'm like, yeah. Drew, Drew fuck, get don't to the fucking dare, point. Don't, right. don't you fucking dare. Don't you dare. Uh, Kate, I love him, too, but it's not even his fault. They're, they're right in this shit, man. Yeah. Let's be honest, yeah. KT says, do you think Sonya will screw Liv, phrasing, out of the last Money in the Bank spot, and she forces her way into the match to, match to win it? Possibly. I could see it. Uh, that actually popped in my head earlier. Yeah. As well. Because then you a different kind of screw. Well, and you know the the thing with the money in the bank is is they tend to like if they're not going to cash it in that night, um, then they like to have storylines in between, and they, and they typically keep them away from whoever's champion until it's time, so you forget about it. Mm-hmm. So having it be then live versus Sonia for a little bit as as a feud, and you know to kind of make you forget that Sonia's lurking there, I think it might be entertaining. Uh, I also would love to see the two of them scissors. So, <laughs> um, Liv's about to grab the briefcase. Sonya comes down, pushes her over, and then she takes the briefcase. Yeah, maybe. So she doesn't even wrestle, but she's the new Miss Money in the Bank. Could be. Oh, so it's a Brock Lesnar situation. But that would get some heat, and <laughs> yeah, that would get people huge, behind Liv. Huge difference between Brock Lesnar and Sonya Deville, though. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> At least if Sonya did it, I would be excited. With Brock did it, I'm just like, ugh. But, uh, yeah. No, I, I, Liv is, de- is definitely going to play a very important part in this match, whether it be a storyline coming out of it, or if she even wins it. Yeah. Right. They've been they've been building her up too much at this point for them not to do something with her, right? Yep. And I, I goddamn it, she deserves so. it after she got fucked by her partner being released. Yeah, you could have just stopped the partner, and I would have been there for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the fact that, um, of course, right away, as soon as Liv Morgan beats Selena Vega, everyone was like, "Oh, Selena Vega getting buried again." It's like oh people know nothing about wrestling. Like, this is the whole point is that, like, of course, Selena's going to come back and fucking lose her first match because it's Selena Vega, and and she doesn't need to win, and it helps Liv Morgan out. And, and actually helps Selena's character out the way exactly, she Exactly, yeah. Which is the other big um, thing, too. You guys excited to see Selena Vega back on Raw? I mean, SmackDown. Yeah, yeah I mean, she's not... She looks like she's going to come back as a wrestler, so which is mm-hmm. something that we've been kind of missing. She's really good on the fucking mic. Um, you know, and, and of course, uh, I love it that she's just sticking it to fucking dirt sheet writers at this point now. Oh, I love it. You had fucking you had she she puts out just this like oh those fucking dirt sheet writers and she doesn't name any names because she doesn't need to because of course they're gonna crawl out of the fucking woodworks and try to defend themselves and it's like you defending yourself when they didn't name you it means that it was true and that was yeah, what happened. Shoe fits well. Yep. As fucking Melter comes on, goes oh yeah, blah 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 blah. Of course, like his bullshit. And, oh, and, and just did he say he lost respect for her? Yeah, which of course Alita Vega okay. came back with like, yeah, the respect I, I lost for you lost a long time ago when you started to fucking degrade women at a at a normal pace, which is exactly what he did. Oh, a hundred percent. This is just another example of it, by the way. Um, and, and fuck, who the fuck are you, Dave Melter? Like. I lost respect for you. Okay, because you're going in there taking bumps, you old fuck. Are you kidding me? Like This is the same person that named himself the Kenny Omega of wrestling journalists. Don't forget that. He said that. He said that. He said, uh, <sighs> some would consider me the Kenny Omega of wrestling journalists. 
and some other people would consider him an old, out of touch loser. Yeah, you know, or a giant pile of elephant shit. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, and a sycophant and mm-hmm. an ass kisser. You know. Yep. I mean, there's lots of things people would would think about when they think of Dave Meltzer. But yeah. when I think of Zelina Vega, I think good for her, and Hot. I am wicked excited to have her back. Yeah. So yeah. So that uh, just to make sure that we get it out there because he is a piece of shit. So yeah, Dave's whole thing was that he that he called Zelina fucking stupid twice in 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 the audio clip. Um, said he has no respect for her anymore. And, uh, yeah, then, of course, said someone considered me the Kenny Omega of, of Wrestling Journals. So Zelina Vega's response was, hey, Dave, instead of name-calling, I'll ask you to please point to where I said all Dirt Sheet writers in that tweet, or would that make your aggressive and nonsensical argument invalid? You can keep your respect as I lost mine for you when you started tearing down and degrading women in the business for no reason. I wasn't referring to you, but if you think the shoe fits, that's on you. Oh. Yeah. Just a total dick kick. Yep. Well, he deserved it. He, Fuck him. He did, and he continues to deserve that shit. Like, Ugh, I wish it would affect his fucking bottom line. I really do. It won't, because all of his people are just are, are now the oh, folks, Lita Vega, she's with the Fed, so we hate her, and yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, the the tweet that she said that that started this whole was uh, it was a picture of um, a person like rapidly moving around a room with different like a, with, on a laptop and said actual footage of dirt sheet writers trying to think of the next lie to post about me so that was what she put out and remember it says actual footage of dirt sheet writers not all dirt sheet writers mm-hmm. but and again it's like yeah so the the thing was is of course why Meltzer fucking brought it up was because of the fact that Meltzer was the one who reported that she was only at the PC for doing some something with Simone Johnson and it wasn't signed so mm-hmm. there you go. That was what it was. It was, oh yeah, by the way, yeah. You remember when you fucking made up that lie just because you, because he, because you know what happened is he asked around and everyone was like, fuck you, dude. I'm not talking to you. And nobody would give him the actual insight. So he's just like, I guess got to make shit up. And where they were trying to get her in AW at the time. So of course it was, oh yeah, she's just there for that. No, she's still open to coming. This is the same prick that, um, that said that fucking Aleister Black is coming to AEW, so... If yeah, that, I was going to say, if, didn't he also say that they both were were very close to signing with AEW, like, yes. a week or two ago? Yes. Alright, so fuck him. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that guy in his fucking face. And his little fucking ass face buddy, too. Fuck Brian, oh, fuck, Brian yeah. Alvarez, too. Yeah. Oh, man, they are not... Again, they are not wrestling journalists. They are podcasters, mm-hmm. and they are critics. That is it. They're not journalists. Now, a guy like Sean Rassep, who writes fucking journalistic articles and actually triple-checks his sources, that's a wrestling journalism. Journalist, sorry. Yeah, a guy who goes on there and talks about how fucking Peyton Royce needs to get implants to get over is a piece of shit, all right? Yeah. Or, right. or saying she was more over when she wasn't as thick. Like, that's just a piece of shit being an asshole. And again, he's just a critic. And sure, you can call him a wrestling historian if you want to, because he he remembers a bunch of shit. That's fine. But he is not a journalist. All right, he's does not he getting know, scoops or anymore. Does he just like make up some stuff. Oh, he makes time. up a ton of shit. He's <laughs> kept talking about like, oh, backstage, this guy came up and talked about how much how big the demo was in 1987. It's like, no, he fucking didn't. 
Kevin Nash, who, by the way, is a very intelligent man and knows a lot about the business, is like, we never gave a shit about the demo. We only cared about the fucking total number of, of head-to-head stuff. Looks like the monsoon has hit my, my uh, city again, so... Oh, great. <laughs> uh, so, um... I don't know, I can't really think of anything else that I want to talk about from wrestling this week. Um, how forward are you guys looking to Kofi and Bobby Lashley? <clears throat> I feel like I should be looking forward to it more. Like, I am looking forward to it, but I'm also like, oh, this is a foregone conclusion. No, on, no, only if uh, if Woods turns on him. Which is what I want to say. No, I, want, I, I want to see Woods I, I turn on. I think Bobby's going to beat him, and that's going to be the end of it. <laughs> oh, I actually thought, I would think it would be entertaining if, if Woods turns on Kofi and, and causes him to lose. Like, he's going to win, and... Then Kofi or, or, or Woods gets in there and they fucking start their own feud. I think that would be yeah. much more interesting than just no, Kofi losing. That would be so. I agree. That would be wicked cool. I don't think they're gonna do that. Like no, and I'm, I'm I just think they're gonna be boring. That's yeah. my problem. Well, and I'm not gonna. I don't know, man. It's so you got to think right. This is a they're gonna have a fully sold out building. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some major shit that goes down at this pay-per-view. Probably. There's no way there's not. Yeah. So Yeah, like the money in the bank matches or maybe even fucking Roman versus Edge, but in this match, I well, I that depends because if you have if you have somebody from Raw or SmackDown win the briefcase and then after Kofi loses, that person cashes in, that's something big that happens. You know, you have them beat Bobby that way, or even if you do have it where, um, you know, Kofi wins and then immediately gets fucked over by whoever's got the briefcase. You know, there's that too. You, you know who that's going to be? Biggie. Big yep. Wow, now see, that would be cool. Yep. You have Biggie. Imagine that, dude. They fucking completely split yep. New Day with that shit. Yep. But it's interesting. Why would WWE do anything like that? No, I'm just yeah. I know they're going back in front of live crowds. It's the, it's the past six months have been trash. Wow. As far as them telling stories. They've been not all trash. And to be honest, Raw has been better the past couple weeks. But I don't trust them to not do stuff boring. We still have Seth versus Cesaro every other week. Like, Yeah, but those are always good matches, even though it's repetitive. But they see what, what they do is if something gets a good reaction, they beat you over the fucking head. Right. Then why did we get Braun Strowman in the main event for two months before he got released? Because they were because trying. who else was there? It's, look, look. You can't sit there and say, oh, they don't have any new stars, and then get mad when they try to make a new star by having a guy in a main event for two months. They tried. All right? Like, they tried. It just didn't work out. Years ago with Strowman. It, they tried. It didn't work out. They tried. They tried. Yeah. You know, some say like this Jinder Mahal thing. Yeah. On Raw. People are already shitting on it. It's like, why, dude? It's something. Actually, new. I'm not yeah. shitting on it because I, I'm I was actually intrigued yeah. when when that stuff went down this week. I thought they did a nice job. Yeah. And he's got the backup now. So it's like different. Mm-hmm. Plus, well, I think it would be of. a good direction for Drew to go in. Yes. Like away from Bobby Lashley. You get, get him away from the title picture for a little bit unless he wins the MITB. <laughs> I just love it. It's just like, we've secretly replaced one of the members of Indusheer. Let's see if they notice. <laughs> Is his name Shanky? Shanky, yep. His, it's Dilshire Shanky, but they just shortened it to Shanky. And the other one is Veer. V-E-E-R. Yeah. 
but he was he was one of either Rinku or uh, Maple Syrup or whatever it was. Sar- yeah. Sarav, I think he was Sarav, and now he's Veer. And Rinku was the one who uh, tweeted out the uh, Keith Lee winning both titles, and he got he's he is still down in NXT while his tag team partner is up on the main roster. So yeah, don't do that. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> or you will get left behind and they will find somebody to replace you. Yeah. And then play a game of who will notice. Yep. It's like, oh that guy must have shaved his beard and got and grew a couple of inches. <laughs> Weird. It must be platforms. Lost a lot of weight too. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to bring this up before I forget. One of the funniest things I've ever fucking seen in my life was Boogs comes out on SmackDown. He introduces Shinsuke, and you and you, he starts playing the song, and you hear Michael Cole go, "Ah, uh, yeah. uh, what are you doing?" Uh, and then the camera cuts over, and Pat McAfee is sitting on top of Cole's shoulders. Yep. <laughs> I fucking died. I was like, "That's the best thing I've ever seen." Dude, I will say Pat McAfee has been a fantastic addition to SmackDown. He reminds me a lot of how we used to feel about Corey Graves. Yep. When Corey yep, when, there it is. when Corey first came up, we were like, Oh, he's he's so fucking good at the things he's doing and like, oh we love it. Like that's how it feels with him right now. It's like I hope they don't they don't beat that out of him like they have with Graves. But which, well, the good thing about fucking McAfee is he's got so many other projects. Yeah, that at any point he can just be like, oh, I don't fucking want to do that, so I'm not going to be here anymore. Right. <laughs> well, there are contracts involved. <laughs> no, I get that, but I I don't think he'll be vincified. No, and I, oh no, not not for a while. No, because I'm sure people were like, dude, make sure in that contract you specifically say. Vince is not in your ear unless it's mucho importante. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure Tripp's had something involved with the contract and everything else. So, And he, he brings mainstream eyes. Not many, but he does. And oh, yeah. I, I would not doubt that they would be like, no, just do your thing. We're very happy with what you're doing. Right be now. smart about it, but do your thing. And he is. You know what? To his credit, he's protected the business a few times. Yeah. Um, which, you know, not bad for a rookie uh, color commentator, because usually they uh, tend to just say very, like, generic. You know what I mean? They're, they're yeah. like, worried to, like, say anything like that. But McAfee's done a nice job in SmackDown. Can't complain. And I fucking hated him when they brought him I, back. Dude, I hated him. <laughs> I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I was like, Adam Cole, kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, you look distraught. Is your are your Bucks getting their asses kicked that bad? Oh, they already lost. Um, oh. No, I I was going to Twitter to uh, try to see something, and uh, okay. there um, apparently Kmart and Sears are selling shirts that say Ashley Babbitt was a patriot. So there's that. Wait, who's the Ashley Babbitt? Uh, she. Wait, is that that Olympic chick? No, no. Okay. Uh, she was she was one of the Capitol rioters that was shot. Oh come on. Yep. Kmart's still around. I thought they went out of business. <laughs> They're gonna do it now. 
<laughs> yeah, they went out of business around here. That's for sure. Yeah. They shut down everyone they had. And Sears, for that matter. Well, Sears. Um, that's how interesting wrestling is, apparently. Now we're talking about Kmart and Sears. So. Yeah. <laughs> So there's there's that. I was try what I was trying to do was I was going to look for uh um Corey Graves tweeting like a fucking emo chick. Um Oh, the one where he was okay. So yes, th- this week Corey Graves tweeted out um I was put on this earth to do something special, I think. I don't know what he said. I was put on this earth to do something special. What I'm doing is not it. Yes. To which everybody flipped out and was like Oh my god, are you unhappy? Are you mad that you're coming? You should talk. you want to get back in the ring, don't you? <laughs> yeah, so then he had the response saying, Oh wow, you guys took this way differently than I intended. It wasn't meant in a bad way. And said not everything is about wrestling. Then maybe don't put vague fucking tweets out, you douchebag. <laughs> you're so cryptic, lol. Right? It's like, okay, then what were you talking about? Because he's never explained what he was talking about. No, he was probably like fucking walking his dog or something, like <laughs> Yeah, so you need it to be like over dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like first of all, like have a little fucking respect for people. Like you know, you knew it was gonna happen. You knew that shit was gonna blow up. You knew people. Because first of all, that sounds like a vague enough tweet of where it's just like somebody checked to make sure Corey Graves didn't just slit his wrists. You know. True. But also, just like, you fucking douchebag, like, really? Look <laughs> how Corey Graves douchebag. He's a douchebag. Dude, have you ever listened to that fucking podcast? I had to stop listening to that podcast, no, by the I, way. I haven't. I heard he was a douchebag. <sighs> you know, I did not listen to it. Carmella. I just went by your. Yeah, Carmella was good. He just sounds fucking miserable. And it's like, dude, you have a smoking hot woman with you. Who you who praises you every yeah, second and talks about how pretty your dick is and stuff like that. And then he just sits there and just seems like such a buzzkill. And it's like, ugh, dude, he's just a he is. He's yeah. very fucking mopey on everything he does. And it's like, mm-hmm. and the way he talks too. He when when he's on that podcast, he talks like he's just like like fucking suicidal. And it's like, dude, fucking buck up, asshole. Um, <laughs> So I um I did wanna wanna say uh something about the Charlotte Flair Rhea Ripley thing. Um, oh first of all, I do not like the what Charlotte did to her face. <laughs> oh, wow. It just it just doesn't look right, dude. You know, like it's not subtle. What did what did she do? I don't know. <laughs> I think she got fillers in her cheeks, and then like got. I don't know. She like getting the. I think it's the way she's doing her hair too, like because it's it's very like all pulled back and like it just pushes, it just pulls on everything. But she um. got like a bunch. It, it looks like she got a bunch of fucking Botox, and it looks like she did something to her cheeks. And it's like, look, I get getting rid of the mole on your chin because sure, that's fine, you know. But now, like, she doesn't look like herself, like. If not really, if you if you showed me that the, that picture of her now, I'd be like, who the fuck is that? Is that like one of those like Real Housewives chicks? Because she just <laughs> I don't know, like the the big fake titties. It's uh, sure if you like that, go for it, dude. If like Andrade loves those things, fucking suffocating me at night, that's fine. I don't I don't really care. Like then that's not for me. That's way too comically big. 
Um, but the face is well, like she has gotten reduced since since that one leaked that one time. Yeah, but it's like the face is like you are too young to be fucking with your face already, you know? Like she's like she's forty. She's going to look like one of those those people that you see like in the fashion industry when they're like eighty and their face is like the fucking crib keeper, you know? Like or it's like prime example. No, you called it like the Real Housewives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's Real she's wives, Joan Rivers. Yeah, yeah. she's gonna look. Yeah, she's gonna look like a, a Edgar in in Men in Black when he pulls his skin back. Like that's how it's gonna look. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> you know, maybe, to be fair, mm-hmm. did anyone see that picture of Vince? What at the UFC fight is whatever it was. Yes, but it was Vince the Chappelle is, show. Wasn't the it? Chappelle. It was the Chappelle show. Yes, yeah. it was backstage at. A, I think it was a Chappelle stand up. Yeah. Dude, talk about fucking filler. But he's eighty. Charlotte yeah, is thirty. I <laughs> so I I get him doing it because he's always been vain. But like Charlotte, you you didn't need to do that shit. Like you you laugh, but the, the guy fucking pumped steroids into his ass for years to be jacked like that. Like yeah, and he ended up on the cover of Muscle and Fitness magazine. What's he gonna end up on the cover of now? Fucking Jack Landers on us. Well, like, he doesn't care about that. But um. Aside from all of the Charlotte talk, I I like the fact that Rhea came out making fun of her, other than sold the wrong leg during her entrance. Oh <laughs> I I still don't quite understand what her character is on the main roster yet. Dude, I have no idea. Because she just seems like she just trolls people, and like if that's her character, yeah. that's fine. But I don't like right now. So the the issue is is that right now. It feels like her character is foil for Charlotte Flair. Now, she's a champion. She shouldn't be playing foil for Charlotte Flair. It should be the other way around, right? Because Charlotte is the challenger. She should be the one fucking with Rhea Ripley, and not the other way around. And it's just, it's it's a weird dynamic, and I don't know if they just don't know what, but also, like, she comes out, again, shout-outs to her top. She comes out in, like, the like goth gear and stuff like that, and then she just doesn't act like the way she looks. You know, no, nope. I was just about to say that her character doesn't fit how she dresses. Mm-hmm. Like if, if I was just a fan randomly coming in and watching or not even a fan, if I wasn't a fan, and I was just some random person. I popped on the TV. I'd be like, I hate this. Yeah. And I would change the fucking channel. Yeah. Do you know? Okay. In Rhea's defense. And I know it's not nothing that she's doing, but they haven't put her against a character that is strong enough for what they want her to be. Like, if they want Rhea to be a bully heel, Mm -hmm. then they need to put her against a fiery baby face that everybody can get behind. Like Asuka. Right. Or even like Sasha was on SmackDown a couple, you know, beforehand. Mm Um right before she beat Bailey. Like they need a four, like they need somebody to help Rhea be a good heel right now. Charlotte is not a good face and she's not a face. So she's heel, but Rhea was supposed to be heel. Uh So every now and then Rhea says something that's like, you know, Oh, I stand up for Nikki cross or I respect Nikki cross, but then she also gets herself disqualified. So they don't know what the fuck to do. Charlotte's too good of a heel and she sucks as a face. Yeah. So they're just like, yeah, um, for now, just make Charlotte look good. 
But if she gets by this, and I think she will, then maybe we can start into a real Rhea Ripley character, maybe. which should be a bully. Yeah. Once she gets past, um, if you if you pause the Nazis face melting scene halfway through it, and you get past Charlotte's face like that, <laughs> then we'll then we'll actually get to maybe something else. But yeah, man, I don't know. And these two have history, you know, like Charlotte beat her for the NXT Women's Championship. And then Rhea never got it back from her. So, like, there's a story. And they're trying there. to make this a big deal. Like, the yeah. whole pop rolls and all this stuff, they're trying to make this a big deal. Mm-hmm. But it's not working for me. Right. But, uh... mm-hmm. All right. Anything else, guys? Except for my end. All right. Uh, yeah, I think I'm good. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to the WWE Rundown. And Ginger, send us home. Uh, tune in next time or we'll smack your ass raw next time bye bye say goodbye (laughs) bye See what harm you can do. Hey, yo, dancing, no, no, chest in hands in hell. Take what's mine, it's just too frail. You can't beat me, you ain't got no chance in hell. You can't see me, you ain't got no chance in hell. Dancing, no, no, chest in hands in hell. Take what's mine, it's just too frail. You can't beat me, you ain't got no chance in hell. You can't see me, you ain't got no chance in hell. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling, and you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>